You are listening to episode 34 of Podcast Sentai Power Ninja. This episode, I can't believe it's not filler. Everybody and welcome to this, the 34th episode of Podcast Anti Power Rangers, coming out hot on the heels of the 33rd episode. And by hot on the heels, I mean like it should the, the next week, even though the last ones. I'm not Sadiqa, but you may know me better on these here interwebs as Kuhan, and I'm joined as always by my monkey, Colton Clayton. How's it going, Colton? Ooh, ooh. No, I'm supposed to go, Saki! Right? That's. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I could just scream bananas repeatedly. Also joining us this episode, uh, for the first time, and hopefully not the last time, uh, he's going to have a, a recurring segment on the show as well. So uh, it's common. I would hope it's not. I would hope it's not the last time if it's a recurring segment. Right, exactly. Comrade Pez, Matthew Munoz. How's it going, Matthew? Uh, it's going all right. <laughs> all right. That is okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Things are uh, things are interesting right now. Life life is good and interesting. That's that's and so is Forze and GoBusters, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I do want to uh, say yes. We did have three episodes come out last week uh, because mostly because I like to have episodes released uh, one after another. Like I like to have it in the right order and not thirty two, thirty three, then thirty one. We did that once on the on the Green Lantern Corecast back when it was a Spotlight podcast. It was like a bunch of episodes came out then. By the way, eighteen. Remember this one. Uh, yeah, we're on like episode 40, remember episode 18? Yeah, that, that, that actually happened. Uh, so I like to release you know, them in order of when they were recorded, but I also uh, really hate Super Samurai so much that I didn't even want to listen to myself talk about it. That's you know, I, I understand. I'm, 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 pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we have at least a few listeners who do like. I'm sure, listen, if you guys like Super Samurai, more power to you. I just I couldn't even listen to myself talk about. It. I like my voice. I think I said this before. I think I'm pretty sure I said this on like the the last episode on 33. I like my voice. I could not listen to myself talk about Super Samurai for that long. I didn't mind talking about Super Samurai or even watching it. I don't mind talking about it, but listening to myself talk about it is even worse than watching the show. Uh, so, anyways, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I guess uh, yeah. So episodes came out. That's exciting. Uh, what's going on with you guys? Uh, Colton, you go first. <laughs> well, like we mentioned in the off show that you're not going to hear, I've been collecting Power in- or uh, Teenage Mutant comics, so that's something. You've also, been, you've also been collecting podcasts. I've also been collecting podcasts. That's my hobby. I've actually also technically been collecting podcasts. I'm starting another show as well. <laughs> but I won't be <laughs> editing no this lives. one, so it'll come out on time. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, what's, what's going on with you, Matthew? Um, not terribly much. I'm in the middle of a bunch of, uh, <clears throat> real life things at the moment. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, they're good and bad. Um, but I've, uh, you know, as far as my, uh, content goes, I've been enjoying GoBusters and Forza both, and, uh, I'm current on both of those and just doing stuff fiddling around, uh, the site, um, you know, posting up the videos, uh, for overtime as they come out. And then I've also been, um, intermittently tweeting out stuff about Kuga as I'm watching it because, uh, I want to watch all Kamen Rider, and Kuga's the first of the, you know, new, what is it? Is it Heisei? Modern stuff? Is it Heisei? I think it's yeah, Heisei, Heisei, right? Yeah. yeah. 
believe me, I do know a little bit what I'm talking about. I'm well, I, I suppose it's technically Black RX would kind of be the first, because it was around that time that they changed eras, but... Yeah, technically. It wasn't like in oh, the no. middle of production. I really... It happened in 1989, and now it's 2001 when the next series came well, out. Well, isn't, isn't it like yeah. Heisei 2? Is that like, I don't know, I feel like they Electric have... Electric Boogaloo. I feel like they have, they have some sort of distinction for it, and I would... Heisei 2, Electric Boogaloo. Which, that's exactly what it is. Well, it's, it's supposed to be named after the Emperor, isn't it? Right, but like I think I think it's it's probably named after the Emperor, but they also want to say like by the way, let's let's we, we want to split these two comrade segments because they're not necessarily the same. So because like right, Kuga yeah. isn't Black, technically Black in, in the same, it's not in the same uh, part of the of the his, of the history of comrade as Black RX would be. So right, well, according to all writers, maybe, but yeah, yeah, yeah. from m- most precedent that we have, that's correct. Uh, all right, so uh, so that's the, the things and stuff. So hey, guess what? We now have a bumper for the news. That's right, guys. It's time for news. I said it again. I need to stop saying that's right. Um, so okay, all right. Uh, so yeah, t- uh, yes, news right. news time. Uh, first, let's let's get let's get this out of the way uh, because it's not necessarily Power Rangers Sentai related, but we have uh, the the internet's foremost commenter expert. That isn't even true. Uh, we have we have Pez on, so we might as well we might as well talk about it. Uh, commenter Wizard. It has been official. Yes. It's officially announced. We knew it. We sort of knew it was going to be Wizard, uh, but Wizard has been officially announced. I think it was officially announced like right after we recorded 33, but uh, we didn't actually care enough to to fix it. And also because 31 hadn't even come out yet. So so yeah. So Wizard has been officially confirmed. Uh, we see the suit. We've gotten some insight into his powers. There's something about rings. Uh, but uh, Matthew, you've been keeping up with all this, so uh, why don't you give us the lowdown on, on Wizard? Wizard. Uh, yes, which I'm hoping that's exactly how they say the name in the show. Just, just but, like weather. Yeah. Weather. Uh, but it's um, you know, it, it looks interesting. Uh, on, right off the bat, the design is better than Forze's. I would have to say. Uh, it's certainly less jarring. I know there's a little bit of division, but... I, I like Forza's design because I like space. Well, okay, I like Forza's design, too. Uchu Kita! It, I, I let it win me space. over, space. but initially it was a bit of a shock. So, um, I mean, it, it just looked like, what is this? Uh, that's I was definitely left wondering... I mean, to be fair, I, I think, I think Forza, Forza was also Colton's first series, right, Colton? Uh, no, actually, a uh, decade was. Okay, well, I mean, but like, as as a as a new fan of Kamen Rider, it's not really as jarring as somebody who's been watching for a little while, at least. Like, coming from O's to Forza, I'm sure it was a little more jarring than, well, you know, I haven't really watched Kamen Rider. Let's, oh, hey, decade. Oh, hey, Forza. I guess so. That, that was my court assumption, by the way. Oh, hey, decade. That that that's offensive, and I should murder <laughs> you for this. Um. So yeah. So so wizard actually. Uh. I. I. When I first saw it, uh. Like first impressions, the design sort of reminded me of Lord Zed, from from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And it. I can see you get that. that vibe. Yeah. Like the 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 torso was definitely Zed esque, just less less sort of metal and more blackish stuff too. But. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. Um. 
but it also is remnant, reminiscent of V3 uh, with the way it's split open and, uh, you know, looking like a vest almost and even kind of like, um, hold on, there's another writer, Kiva, um, how that's kind of split open and it looks like a vest over, um, you know, his chest and the rest of his body. Uh, so there's that. Uh, yeah, Colton, uh, I guess you are the, the, the resident other comrade, the common writer guy on the show before Pez showed up. I kind of wish Frank was here to, to say something about Wizard as well, but uh, we haven't talked to him in he, a while. He, he never comes on anymore. Even on, even on his own podcast. Um, so, uh, like, even on the, the core cast, what I mean, I haven't even, have we talked to him in like a month and a half? He's even been on that show? Uh, so, Colton, what do you, might be dead. what do you think about Wizard? Oh, I, I really do like the design. I mean, it's pretty cool looking. I even like the kind of uh, Matrix-y, like, uh, wearing just a jacket like that. I, I like that it, uh, I like seeing the images we got for the different forms. Like how it's, uh, they got your regular forms for, like, four different versions and, like, super forms Earth, form. Earth, fire, wind, water, heart. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna call, I'm just gonna call it now. His theme song will be Earth, wind, and fire. That's a band, not a, not a song. It'll be played by, I'm sorry. <laughs> My legs hurt. I can't think. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> exactly. You don't make sense. Now that I'm done insane rambling, yeah, I, I, I really like I really like the use. I like the belt design with the uh, the handprint, the, the use of the rings for his various powers. Uh, I'm I'm I'm, gonna... I'm very excited to just like Forze watch this for eight episodes and then keep forgetting to continue watching. That's, uh, well, that's unforgivable. Well, once we have an once we have an official segment, he really won't have an excuse. Well, sure, I will. What do you mean? We talk we talk about Red Lanterns every week on the Corecast, and I don't read that. Yeah, but this is a show you're uh, you care more about. That's true. I I wonder if we're going to see because we've seen the four forms already, like in Kuga. I I think I'm I stopped on episode nine. Uh, it looks like every you know the first two episodes start off, and then he after that next arc he gets one form, and then one after the next, and after the next. Uh, so I'm excited to see if he does, uh, if they do Wizard, similarly to Kuga in the beginning, where he premieres, and then after that in preceding arcs, like consecutive arcs, basically, he gets his different forms, and then he gets to live with them for a while, and figure out what they're like, and what they do. And we may have that aspect, because it mentioned in the, I guess, the content summaries, or the pre-show summaries, that he was going to be uh, the old man, doesn't know what the uh, rings do until they're formed, and utilized, and I think that makes sense because if you have, um, you know, this magic and it's this ethereal thing and it's very mysterious, then it would make sense that it's kind of naturally occurring and randomized. And so, um, what you, you know, it, that so that aspect of it makes sense, and it would be cool to see him uh, discovering all the different rings and how they're utilized. And uh, you know, one little detail is that I really like how his faceplate changes depending on, and his uh, chest too, changes depending upon the different cuts that the different jewels that he has uh, and is using uh, have. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's definitely necessarily going to be like uh, big chunks of, I don't, I don't, like I haven't, I guess I haven't watched, uh, you said it was Kuga, right? Yeah, I haven't watched Kuga. So I don't, yeah. I don't really know how, how that was structured, but. I've watched two episodes of Kuga. Uh, but. Yeah, by the eighth, by the eighth episode, he has, he has, his base form and like uh, three other forms, I think. Okay, okay. So yeah, because 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 uh, we definitely got all the pictures up front. So if if it was gonna get forms later on, I think they'd they'd at least wait to show us those. So um, so it's so it's it definitely seems like he's gonna get at least the first, uh, the base form and then the first three quite early at least. 
uh, because right. we have all the pictures and probably they need to make toys as well and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess that's Wizard. I don't I don't know uh, what else to to say. Seems interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, needs more Harry Potter it has references. Some interesting things. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for a crossover with Maji Ranger. That'd be interesting to see. I mean, it, it would be totally outside of what Toei how Toei works right now. It seems. <laughs> Um, but they could want to, if they wanted to be cute, they could do it. Or who well, knows, maybe well, the next Sentai will be magic themed and then they'll have a crossover. Well, you never know. I mean, look what they did with, uh, Super Sentai vs. Comet Rider. They had a, they had it be a decade in Gokai because they both had the theme of transforming to old that's Rangers. True. Or they'll, or they'll do, uh, but those are both anniversary series. That's different. Uh, or right. they'll do, or they'll do, uh, Wizard, Wizard, Wizard with, uh, with Go Busters and then just make a bunch of references to, uh, to Masato. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I used to practice magic with my family when I was younger. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, this is really so this is really Mister Boss of the whole time. So, so uh, more more news newsy stuff. Um, we we heard more about Megaforce. So I guess before when we talked about Megaforce, we didn't know <laughs> crap. We just sort of knew it was that just it was a happening. generic name. It was the most generic name ever. That's all we knew. It was generic, and I think we did know it was Ghost Age, actually. Uh, so now we we know more. Uh, so S- Megaforce, Power Rangers Megaforce, is going to be based off of Tenso Sentai Ghost Sager. Power Rangers Super Megaforce Season Two is going to be based off That's of a tentative title. It's going to be based off of Ka- Kaiser Sentai Gokaiger. Well, Super Megaforce confirms the name. It might just be a placeholder. It they might be, yet. but these are both, but they're both going to be twenty episode seasons. Like that's confirmed, isn't it? Twenty or so. You know, there's going to be special episodes. Right, it's, and whatnot. it's 20, probably a crossover 20, 20 episode. Twenty with specials totaling to about twenty four, including not including basically non canon specials. But, um, but they're they're going to do a crossover. You know they are. I'm sure, but but if they got twenty, they're going to try to cram everything into twenty episodes. <laughs> Well, they might only use two uh, sets of the villains, or maybe they'll truncate the. No, no, I think I think they definitely they definitely revealed all the villain factions up front. Oh, okay. I think I, I'm not sure. Okay. I thought it was two. But maybe I'm, you could I'm be right. Following that closely. You could be right. I don't know. Anthony was mentioned. I'm not following it that closely. Colton's following it more closely than I am. I well, the they they did they did mention it in the summary all three villains. So they might just be squeezing them all into one thing. Mm-hmm. Although my ultimate idea is, I want to see I want to see whatever they decide to call Barajra in the uh, official adaptation. I want to see him be the one who leads in the first invasion force that starts off the Legend War. I I, I find it funny that like I guess if, if they're going to do all three at once, except uh, Blade Run is just he's just joining all three teams. Just, Faking all three teams at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, I'm totally with you guys, but I'm actually with those you, guys. You can't, you can't guys. Real, and, and try to make him the leader of the team. That's kind of complicated because you know he's kind of the whipping boy for a few of those seasons. Um, I mean, he's tr- I mean he's trying to play them at certain points, but he, he's not the highest ranked guy in those groups. But but yeah, so no, we definitely have. Uh, it's definitely gonna. So I think uh, I think our, our buddy uh, Anthony Vega, who uh, Gecky Knight on Twitter, he was on an episode a little while back. Um, I think he 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 did it out so that there's a there's gonna be a new reveal every episode if they just if they follow Ghost Sager. <laughs> a, a new thing a is gonna new be toy every episode. A, a new toy is yeah, gonna be, be great. put out every episode basically. Like like episode one is gonna be the the main Ghost Sager. Episode two is the the uh, Ghost Say Great. Is that what it's called? I don't. I didn't watch Ghost Sager. The Ghost Sager is the is the main match. Yeah, yeah, and then episode three is I don't know. Like it was just, everything is 
everything is released, and the next episode is like, oh, by the way, new power, new thing, new thing. I think he's assuming too much on uh, them that they won't introduce the uh, me- first mech in the first episode. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they probably will, but still, it's still almost every episode something's revealed if they follow Ghost Azure and cut out the filler stuff. Pretty much. So uh, would I don't, that be all that bad though? I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't think it would be. But that also Less means filler. that also means that Gokaiju is cut to twenty four episodes. Well, th- there is the advantage of the fact that they probably would have had to cut out some of those tributes, anyways. Well, sure, but like also it's true. a that's a that's a lot of stuff to cut too. Like it's we, the, there's enough episodes for every single season to have a tribute. We 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 barely yeah no there's enough episodes for only every single season to have a tribute. There's not enough. They cut out all the fi- no. You know what they'll do? They'll they'll bring in all of the character development episodes into all the all the all the uh, important episodes with uh getting powers. But like if if because because tw- it's a twenty it's twenty episodes. Two specials and a team up is what we got for for uh, Samurai, and that seems to be what they want the pattern to be. So if that's what we get, if we get twenty episodes, two specials, and a team up, that means every single episode is going to have a new power, including the first and last episodes. Indeed. So that's yeah. I don't know how I feel about that's that. That's not a good thing. I I feel negatively towards that. I guess technically. Uh, oh, the the toy companies are gonna love it. I guess. I guess. Hold on. I guess that's not. Every, I think. I guess. I think it's. Every episode except for the first and last, actually, because Samurai is is two seasons. Hold on, no. Wait, I don't know how. I don't know how. The, I don't know how the transfer transfer from Ghost Age to Gokai is going to go. But oh, we definitely the parents are going to hate it, but the kids are going to love season it. Season eighteen is definitely doesn't count because it was it's just season one again. So oh, that's spe- special eighteen. So I, I don't I don't know. Um, I guess I guess. I don't know how to feel about 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 Megaforce being Ghost Ager than Super Megaforce or whatever it's going to be called being Gokaiger. I I feel like I feel like however stupid the the two seasons per season thing is, at least at least give each season two seasons. I agree, but I would prefer it if they just had a forty episode. Thing. You know what they could do? They could do twenty episodes a season. Uh, for each series, but they could do hour-long episodes. That, they're never going to do that. No, but like, for example, uh, by the end of the Disney era, they were doing 32-episode seasons. And, yeah, which um, was probably too few. Well, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure I agree that that's too few. I just um, tried to watch, or I was just watching Wild Force, believe it or not, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to watch everything uh, on Netflix, and I skipped a bunch of filler episodes. I think I ended up watching like 15 episodes out of the... 30, whatever. No, I think it has 40 episodes, and I think I ended up watching 15, but there's five left, and they all, the last five seem to be all very important to the story, so I may end up only watching 20 episodes. So, I don't know. I, I don't understand why we need to have filler, well, especially I mean, if we're going there's, there's, from... there's, there's lots of, like, for example, Wild Force, you know, the, they, they, can, they can do the character development in the story episodes because that happens. Whereas Gokaiger, a, a series that's based off of Gokaiger, well, let's call it Super Mega Force for now, since that's the that's the name we've heard. Uh, a series like that, you're gonna have to have, you know, a lot of ep- the story episodes is gonna are gonna be cameo heavy, tech- theoretically, because that's that. Uh, with judging by Gokai, the the story episode is gonna be cameo heavy. You're gonna want to see a lot of those guys. Uh, we didn't get a lot of character development in Gokai to begin with. I still couldn't really describe Luca to you as a character. The only the only characters that got any real character development were Marvelous. And Joe, and then sort of guy, kind of, um, sort of kind of guy. Uh, but everybody else is just sort of. I am is nice. Yay, Doc is smart. 
Uh, and he shoots the guns. Uh, but so, so like, it's, there's not a lot of, a lot of development to be had, but like a 32 episode season, uh, I think is something that, that could be done. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure why with, I'm not sure what Nickelodeon's deal is, uh, with Saban right now. And which is, it's another weird thing is that Nickelodeon, uh, 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 I don't remember which one. I think it was Brian I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, one of the creators of, of Avatar: The Last Airbender uh, and obviously Legend of Korra was was posted on his Tumblr the other day about about how first of all Korra got picked up for two more seasons and they're going to be thirteen thirteen or two two more books. It's one more season, so two books is one season in in Korra because Nickelodeon standard right now is twenty six episodes per season, and so book one is twelve, book two is fourteen, and that's one season in Korra. And then book three and book four are both thirteen, and that's season two for for the purposes of Nickelodeon. So I'm I'm kind of confused as to why for Samurai they are for at least for or for Power Rangers from what we've heard total for for uh for all of Power Rangers what we've heard uh, is twenty episodes a season, twenty four if you count the specials and the team up. Well, maybe that's because they're splitting the se- they were going to split the seasons in half anyways. Well, no, it's that, that's kind of complicated set for they don't be only fifty two episodes for a samurai combined. Right. No, I I get that, but but at the, at, at a point, then maybe maybe just bump it up to a season and a half for samurai, make it you know twenty uh twenty six thirteen uh thirty nine episodes or something, and or or even like the the specials the the the, the two specials they did were were completely American made, so like that's. Not a crazy thing to imagine that they just do a couple more American-made episodes. They didn't, they, and then and then there was another uh, completely American plot too, wasn't there? I, I can't remember which one it was. Uh, oh no, no, sorry, it was filler. Never mind, it wasn't American-made. But Scott, your friend said hi. Yeah, they they can't help but they said hi. Your team says hi. Uh, but which but, would totally be Jim and Jim. But for example, but like, yeah, like, like like that, like I, they could do a thirty-nine episode season. It's it's a season and a half, and then the next season is is. Uh, it, and then the next half season, and then the next season is the next the next season of of Sentai. I don't know. I I think I think the Nickelodeon deal uh, did worse for Saban than it than it did positive. I guess like it brings more. Uh, I would I would say the positive would be that Nickelodeon is the largest network on TV. Except point. it's not on Direct TV. So if you have Direct TV kids, you're not allowed to watch Power Rangers. And this has been frame rate. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you guys want to so, talk about so, so we have to so we have to ask that you uh, change your service. Well, we do it. We do have to mention direct t- the direct TV thing, by the way. Oh, okay. um, but but real quick, what do you guys do? You guys want to say anything? Uh, the whole super. I guess I was I somehow segued from Megaforce into how stupid Nickelodeon's thing is. But uh, could you, what do you guys want to say about Megaforce and Super Megaforce, real quick? Before I want to I want I do want to mention the the whole direct TV thing. Uh, what to say about Megaforce? Well. <laughs> I, I think the idea is definitely interesting, the way they're gonna bring in all these new these uh these new seasons. But I'm still not sure about the 20 episode thing. That's my real cap there. I'm not sure if it's enough. It could be. I mean, I'm willing to I'm willing to watch and see how they manage it. But it'll just it's just something that you can't really assume on because you know the company's kind of screwed like this because of because of Nickelodeon. I mean, they bring in a large audience. Don't get me wrong, but uh. At this point, the, their main goal with with Nickelodeon is they got the large audience. Now tell them to move to Vortex on a uh, CW. Well, I, can I? I want to bring up something real Go fast. Ahead. Oh, do we mention that as news real quick? Oh, we should. We should. <laughs> well, uh, but okay. by the way, by the way, Saban now owns 
everything that four kids owned and now has a block on. CW. Well, except shares kind of shares Yu-Gi-Oh with uh, Konami. Namco, oh Konami. Right, but but it owns but it owns the the share that four kids did, or however much four kids owned. It it owns the block and all that. It has the rights. It has everything that basically Saban bought four kids. Except they didn't actually buy four kids; they just bought everything four kids owned. Uh, Matthew, what do you want to say? Oh, I want to say, uh, yeah, the big audience is great, but if the show sucks, um, then what's the point of having it? Well, I mean, again, because... it's it's it is. They are kids. Kids don't notice as much bad acting, and the story is is fine because it is Shinkenger, and the Shinkenger story was fine. Uh, yeah. But... Sorry, what were you saying? Well, I have a problem with like the hiatuses, though. Even no, so, that is that know, is that is a big on, problem. On level, it does suck. We, we, that we, is Nickelodeon. We, we mentioned that I in remember... episode thirty-three, which you haven't listened to because it's not out yet. Um, uh, oh, right. It is. It, yes. it will be out for the people who are listening to the show. So this might be a little bit of rehash. But yeah, the hiatus. I feel like there's a problem with the hiatus, but uh, television-wise, it sort of makes sense. The problem isn't really with the hiatus. The problem is with the advertising. They don't tell you that the show came back on. Because, yeah, because Nickelodeon, they do hiatuses uh, all the time. Like, Korra's got on a, on a hiatus. Not even on a hiatus. It's just the season ended the next season. Uh, Young Justice is on hiatus. Things, because uh, they go on hiatus for the summer, just like just like any show uh, goes on hiatus for the summer. But the, the problem is, first of all, it's most, most shows go on hiatus for the summer because a season ended, summer, next season starts. But the other problem is that Nickelodeon is just, they're just like, Oh, we're on hiatus. Oh, by the way, show's back. Here's the last few episodes. Okay, hiatus again. Yeah, that's not good. No, it's it's really not. It's yeah, you know, Nickelodeon would end this problem if they'd follow the uh the uh the Super Sentai way of doing episode every single week and then imme- the immediate week following the end show end of the show the next season starts. Um obviously that's ridiculous and that doesn't make sense in an American market, so I'm not even going to justify it with a response. Actually, kids would continue watching because they're kids. Right. No, the kids would continue watching, but it's it's not it's cost. I'm not asking for an adult uh, show. But the uh, but but see but but I think the 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 only, the only real problem is that is that for example, Clash of the Red Rangers. Clash of the Red Rangers was was huge. It was a team up event. It was a big thing, and they didn't advertise it until like Colton said last week, like three hours before it actually happened. Right. And and like that's Which is ridiculous. Like it's and and. That's that. That's like that's why the ratings dropped. The, if you look, if you look at the uh, at the at a chart, I, I think I made a chart because I. If you look at the numbers, the ratings are steadily rising. They're pretty high, and then hiatus, and then it comes back from hiatus. Like oh, now it's lower than episode one was because they haven't told you that they're coming back from the hiatus. That you have no idea. The only reason that we knew that kind of stuff is because it's on the DVR. You can look forward. Oh, it looks like this is going to be happening. Or also we hear news and somebody tells us on the internet. The only people who found out were the people who happened to listen on the internet at that hour, the people who checked their DVR, and the people who happened to just be watching Nickelodeon at the time. Yeah, and, that, and that's mostly not kids who are the target audience. So if their goal is to tell, sell toys, then they don't seem to be doing a very good job of it, right? Exactly, exactly. And yeah, so like... And- Ironically, the, mo- the successful kids network in America doesn't understand kids. And, and it, was a, it, was a, it was a Thanksgiving special too. Like kids were home... They were off school. Just tell them there's shows coming on and they'll watch the show. The only reason they weren't watching at the time is because, you know, without warning, they're probably just with their families at the time. Yeah, right? And who wants to spend their time with their stupid family? They want to watch Power Rangers. Yeah, if, if they knew Power Rangers on, they'd say, screw you, parents. I'm watching TV. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Like all, like all kids do. So obviously there is there is a problem with the advertising segment of 
of the the Nickelodeon Saban deal, and I don't know. Maybe maybe the if they can fix that, then I don't even care. Just whatever. I I just want the show to do well, even if it's crappy. Um, because then eventually maybe somebody will show up and it'll be good. It's like Time Force, you know, or or in space or something like that. They'll, if they'll, we just keep up our hope, Tommy will return to the show. A bunch of crappy seasons and then something good. Um, Dino Thunder too. But uh, but but yes. So that that is uh, Megaforce. Um. Mega, I, I guess we didn't really mega. talk about Megaforce very much, but uh, I do want to mention this this whole uh, DirecTV thing. So uh, there was a – I don't want to explain the, the logistics behind it all, uh, but Viacom and and DirecTV got in a big fight. Viacom's asking for like a billion dollars to put their content – that's not that's not a made-up figure. That's what I heard is a billion dollars. They're asking for a billion dollars for DirecTV to continue licensing their content. And DirecTV was like, well, no, you're sort of cannibalizing our market by, by putting all your shows on the, on the internet. And Viacom's like, okay, uh, pay us a billion dollars. And DirecTV's like, nope. And so Viacom, all Viacom networks, including Comedy Central, MTV, VH1, and the big one, Nickelodeon, are pulled off of DirecTV completely. Uh, and so uh, if you have DirecTV, sucks to be you. Yes, uh, it's it's kind of a silly situation because they talk about cannibalizing the market, but you know what? No other service provider has complained to the point of not paying the money. Well, I mean, I I don't know how when when the contracts are being negotiated, but Directv it's, it's Directv just they took a stand and and you know it could pay off, it could not, and also the other the other I'll, thing, I'll laugh if they lose half the customer base. The other the other thing is that well, I mean, they were already losing customer base because everything was online, so. I don't know how much they're going to lose that they didn't already lose. Well, the people who were actually legitimately watching those channels, and those channels are important. Uh, to them. And the, the other, they could be switching services. The other thing that that the uh, I think the CEO of Directv announced that that they said to Viacom, "Hey, uh, listen, we don't want to pay a licensing fee, but uh, would you be okay if we continue to carry your channels and uh, and people who want to get the channels have to pay a separate fee? They have to pay like I want Nickelodeon and Nickelodeon." and st- stuff so i'm gonna pay three extra dollars a month to just get nickelodeon and viacom said no to that and uh and uh i think uh that would be awesome if viacom had said yes to that because that is how i want television channels because i really don't care about vh1 i do care about comedy central nickelodeon those are channels i'd like to watch but well, i don't channels i love i don't care about mtv so why do i have to get mtv in my c- cable package when all I no want, one cares about MTV. When all I want is Comedy Central and Nickelodeon. Why do I have to get? Uh, why do I have to get the True TV in my cable package when all I want is Discovery? Like I don't, I don't really, I don't know. Why do I have to pay so much extra money when all I want is the all, all I want is the Science Channel, uh, Toon Disney, right? Uh, right. Boomerang. No, yeah, that, that, that's so, so yes, that, that's that's an argument about TV, and that's why I think it would have been cool if Viacom had agreed to that. And that would have been that would have completely revolutionized the television market. And that would have been super awesome. But they didn't, and so now if you have DirecTV, you don't have Nickelodeon. I agree completely. And um, that was Dish that knocked me off for a minute. Sorry about that. It's cool. D- Dish TV took you down. Yeah, <laughs> no, DirecTV is like, stop talking smack. And uh, I-, I hear they're coming back in a couple minutes, so we'll, uh, hopefully nothing bad happens then. Yeah, yeah, DirecTV will come by in a, like a broken down van with a taped over window. They come out with a bat, baseball bat <laughs> no, with a, a nail sticking out But it's a broken it. down DirecTV van? Like, that's, it's just yes. a DirecTV van? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, they'll, they'll come up with brass knuckles and stuff. 
We gotta talk to you, sir. So I guess that's news. Uh, there was a lot of uh, stuff we had to catch up on, I guess, uh, or or not. I think we only did three news things, but it ended up being forty minutes. So, uh, well, so it I guess was mega. Now, that's why it was mega. That is true. It is because it's probably because we did a lot about Wizard, and also we complained about Nickelodeon while under the premise of talking about Megaforce. So I guess uh, I guess with with the news done, we should talk about Tokyo Sentai Go Busters. Okay, guys, it is time for Buster. I said that at last episode, and I'm going to say it again. I might say it every time from now on, because it's words they say in the show. Um, and you're lazy. <laughs> so uh, we are finally almost totally caught up. There's only three episodes this time, and that's uh, quite a feat for us, because we've been doing like six-episode episodes for, for, before. I guess that's probably because we also were doing a Kiba Ranger, so that's four and four, and that's eight total episodes, which is a lot. But um, but hey, people really liked it when we did seven episodes of Gokaiser together. So shut up. <laughs> uh, that was shut up to Colt, not to not to you guys. You guys are cool. Yeah, he hates me. I do. Um, episode nineteen is called "My Combination: Buster Hercules." After giving Beach J Stag an Enatron can to his specifications, the Buddyroids feel the oddball does not know who they are. But Jay identifies each of them before offending Nick by calling him that bike guy and takes the can back. Wanting to make himself more useful like Jay, Nick trains himself before being found by Gorosaki Banana and confides in him that Jay's words made him realize he wants to find his calling. After attempts to find his place in other fields, Nick tries karate in the Akigaya district and ends up meeting a group of children who remind him of how he trained Hiromu as a child. However, alerted of a Vagras Megazord to appear in 4 hours and 20 minutes in the area, Nick encounters the Metaroid's Spanneroid. Learning that Spanneroid intends to disassemble him, Nick is saved when Jay arrives for another Enatron can before transforming into Stagbuster to fight the Metaroid. Uh, the primary GoBusters arrive as they and Nick deal with the Bugglers before the Bugglers and Spanneroid outrun Stagbuster. Back at the Energy Management Center, after learning that Nick is trying to boost his own confidence, Hiromu tells his partner that he cannot work with him. While the primary GoBusters go for the Metaroid, Nick wanders into the Kajimoto District, where he encounters Enter and Spanneroid, just as the former reveals his goal to take out the Buddyroids to cripple the GoBusters. Nick is nearly shut down by the two before Hiromu arrives, followed by Yellowbuster and Bluebuster. Kicking a despairing Nick away, Hiromu reminds him of what he told him as a child to never hold back and believe in himself, just as Masato and Jay arrive, so the latter can assure him that he is a vital teammate. Which is great, because it's just like, oh, by the way, Masato and Jay are in this episode. Hey, you matter. All right, let's go fight. <laughs> with Enter taking his leave, Nick is moved by everyone as he recharges before Spanneroid arrives with the Bugglers. Standing back from the fight, Nick watches the GoBusters take out the Bugglers while Redbuster and Beatbuster finish Spanneroid off. Soon after, GoBuster O and the secondary Buster machines are deployed to face a Spanner Zord and a Type Delta Megazord. The fight goes poorly for the GoBusters until Nick suggests transferring their power to one point on GoBuster O to deliver the death blow. By that time, GoBuster Beat and the SJ-05 Stag Beetle combined to form Buster Hercules, using its Hercules Crisis attack with GoBuster O's explosion kick to destroy both enemy Megazords. Soon after being repaired, Nick starts up another karate session in the park and has Hiromu join in. 
However, Hiromu ruins the moment by saying that Nick's bike mode is vital for him to move around, and he will not be good for him as a fighter. Uh, uh, Hiromu's such an ass. It's funny how many times the uh, the Wikipedia page for a list of GoBusters episodes says, Hiromu ruins the moment. Well, that's pretty much what he does. That's the end of every episode, is Hiromu. You know, the, the, the more I watch the series, the more I realize that BJ Stagg would be a better buddy roid for Hiromu, just for how <laughs> blunt and, <laughs> and to himself he is. Well, you know, the only, the only person that can, uh... Oh, I can't, I don't remember the line. Oh, well. And and you skip the best part of the summary, the part where uh, Nick starts trying to dress up for different jobs, <laughs> including being what looks like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, that was strange. Uh, I, I sort of just didn't didn't want to talk about that. that part. Didn't really. Uh, no, nope. I, I did like I did like Chef Nick though. That was pretty funny. I'm sure he'd make a great chef. Uh, Colton, what did you uh, what did you think about my combination, Buster Hercules? What no got that? Buster Hercules. I I liked the episode. It was really nice getting to see uh to see like uh, how the buddy roids kind of like more interact with each other on on their own for that first bit and. Uh, Getting to learn uh, the insecurities of Nick because everyone else has important jobs and he's that bike guy. Uh, poor, poor cheetah Nick. I- I'm surprised. Given given the way he looks, he's like the only one who's the perfect shape to actually be one of the fighting buddy roids. Yeah, it's, I'm not I surprised mean, he can't. He's just human. He's human shaped. Uh, which well, he he sort of did fight too, like an earlier episode. I think they just sort of decided, like, you know. We're going to have another fighting buddy roid. Maybe we shouldn't have Nick do that so much. I mean, he could be the sixth ranger, have him pop off his armor. And it'll also give, uh, the, it'll also give the red ranger his battleizer. Except for they don't do battleizers in Japan, so that'll be... Uh, well, well, it's red, battleizer. That was in a team-up that was post-Power Rangers. Well, yes, but still, you know, they could do it. Tell me you wouldn't like that. The battleizer creates the sixth ranger. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not kind of. I mean, like it'd be kind of okay. Maybe, maybe it'll. Maybe they'll have a US exclusive Bad Lizer and Sixth Ranger. I, I think it'd be. Oh, too, that would be nice. I think it'd be too derivative of uh, BJ Stag. I'd like it just for him to be the only. No, I, I agree. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, yeah. You know, it would. It would actually be a great moment, Jeffy's where it's like, stop copying me. The only person who can surpass me is me. That's what it was. That was the line I was trying to say. I'm glad I remembered it. And you didn't. <laughs> Surpass is the word I couldn't remember. Um, yeah, so uh, Matthew, what'd you what'd you think of of episode nineteen? My combination, Buster Hercules. Um, I I liked it at first. It kind of threw me off, and I thought, "What is this? Why are we doing this filler episode?" Um, and you know, the there's good things and bad things about filler. Um, and I, you know, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I could be using the wrong syntax. But does a character development episode like this count as filler or not? Yeah, uh, yes. Well, you could you, then you could argue that pretty much there was you could argue there was a lot less filler in a uh, Gokaiju because every single uh, every single character development episode was a filler episode in that show. Uh, right? Yeah. No character character development. I I guess I mean like there's there's it, 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 some people consider it filler if it doesn't develop the plot. You know, it's, it's I don't think I don't think filler is really appropriate though for a show like this because it's not deriving from a, a different material and just making up stuff to pan out time. No, right. I mean it's still it's still filler. Uh, no, I, I the character would... development still matters, but it's 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 not plot de- plot advanced. Yeah, that's there's... what his context of filler is for the situation. Yeah, there's there's sort of a, a weird line between filler and not filler, and also I mean like technically Ber- Buster Hercules was introduced, so like I would that's say kind of important. I would say this is filler, but it's like it's canon filler. 
I, I would say I would say it it acts like filler, but it's not filler. I would I know I'd say it's filler, but like you still sort of need to watch it. So it's it's like it's like there's there's non-canon filler, which like it still happened. Canon is more like what you need to see, uh, as opposed to what what is imp- what is what is actually happening. That's continuity. Uh, it's not. We don't need to get into discussion about what canon means. But yeah, I would say just... that no, that's fine. I would say that this is canon filler, and something like uh, something like episode twenty-one, which we'll talk about later, is non-canon filler. Okay. Well, I felt very um, like kind of tepid about it at first as I was watching it, and then when I saw, because I'm all about the character development, really, um, just like music, it's not the beat, it's the lyrics for me, um, and to, to me, this this show has been really tight in general, as far as that's all concerned, and in this episode, I thought, you know, it started off looking like it was going to be kind of lame, uh, but it really turned around for me when we realized that it was, uh, you know, this was calling back to something that he did with Hiromu, and it made me remember that, and it made that important, in my opinion, um, so, uh, you know, I like when shows do that, make things important. That's very eloquent, the way you said that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Shows that make things important, I like. Well, I mean, what's the point of watching it if it's just going to be explosions and stuff? You could do that with anything. But if there's a story behind it, then that's, you know, that's that's what I'm there for, personally. So I, I, ex- I felt, ex- explosions I think, uh, ready go. I think the, uh, the hallmark of a filler episode is when one of the main characters doesn't show up until right before the, main, the big fight. I'm sorry to understand that. Uh, I the like a hallmark of a filler episode because because Masato didn't show up until just he was not in the episode at all until just before they they did the final fight. Okay, I still exist. I mean, they could they, they could throw in a they could throw in a BJ Stagger that once he's a suit and they can just voice him over later. Right, but. which which I thought was actually kind of funny that that like Mas- Masato showed up like he was barely in the episode. It wasn't a uh, it wasn't a Masato episode. It wasn't a J episode. But they got Buster Hercules. I kind of like the breaking of the convention there, though, that he doesn't have... I mean, it's kind of silly that I have to be the focus of this episode in order for me to do anything new or interesting. Right, no, that, that, that's fine. But, like, uh, and the, the title, the title is also Buster Hercules. <laughs> but it was not about Buster Hercules. He just, it's a Buster Hercules. Like, oh, by the way, you have Buster Hercules. Check it out. It's there. I invented this mech. I can do it whenever I want. Yeah. It's all good. But, like, that's the best. Like, it's like the, the title even got to be Buster Hercules, even though the episode is just sort of has, like, Buster it's not a very important in the episode. It's just sort of like, oh, also we have a mech and we're going to fight with it. Okay. Done. And, and unlike Go Buster, oh, I don't have this uh, huge Intertron drain, so I'm powerful and I don't worry about time. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, and Rider Kick. Um, that, that was my <laughs> other thought for this episode. I thought it was funny. The, the big solution yeah. was to do a, a kick. Yeah, I, I love all the dramatic flip kicks they've been trying to do in this series. It's like, yes, we're totally not Kamen Rider now. Well, it's, well then again, Kamen Rider is now Sentai because of Forza. Yeah, Forza. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, like, speak. I mean, like, you know, they've traded. The, they, 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 there's the new hit uh, Toku show, Trading Spaces. Well, I mean, like, like well, speaking of the other fights, like, I, I just finally watched Gokaiju vs. Gavin, and um, oh yeah. Finally, I, I've I had it downloaded forever, and then finally just got around to watching it. But uh, I had I, I watched the uh, the GoBuster scene in that, and the fight just seems so sterile as compared to the uh, you know the 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 movement that we get in 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 Go, in GoBusters proper. Because I you know I'm, I guess I suppose the cinematography, the action director, it was the it was the Gokaiger team doing that, whereas this is the the GoBusters team, and it's like this just seems more fluid and and. For lack of a better term, like, I guess more American. It's 
It's more there's there's, there's they, more... they've been hang, they've been hanging around Koichi Sakamoto too long. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's there's actual you know like there. It, it, it's, it's actually it's, good. It feels visceral. It, it feels like actually things are happening as opposed to just like here, look at this fight. We're gonna show you the fight. They're they're they're, they're using the visual medium. Uh, I said this I think the first episode we talked about Go- Go Busters. They're using the visual medium as opposed to just using the martial arts to show you they're fighting. They're actually using the visual medium to show you they're fighting. Which is good. Yeah, yeah I, lo- I love the fighting in it. I mean, that's one thing for sure I'd say about the show. Yep, yep. Um, Combat ready, go. Hey, so uh, if you want to talk about something that is definitely not filler, episode 20, five-part concentration, great go-buster. So Combination. Not a lot happens in this episode until eventually nearly at the end they just sort of combine. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's not. It's, it's gotai, not gatai. Uh, Shouldn't it be combination? I mean, it is a five-part combination. Okay, but maybe maybe it's it's a pun. It's, I'm sure it's some sort of pun because it in, it says in the transliteration in the romaji it says gotai, which I'm sure kind of sounds like gatai, which is I guess some sort of play on words. Gotai, gatai. Uh, you know, it's it's funny that they do this episode immediately after introducing uh, Buster Hercules. <laughs> yeah, just Buster Hercules. Also, we're never the, the very next again, episode. Oh, hey, we could. I think we could do this if we do some modifications. So, uh, sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I was just I was going to talk about that, but I mean, are we yeah, ready to talk about that? Or you need to summarize. I was going to do the summary first. Colton okay. just likes to talk Up about again. things before I let him. Yeah. I'm an interrupting cow. Moo. Finding Hiromu with a Christmas music box before he's going to sleep, Yoko learns from Usada that the music box is Hiromu's last present from his parents before the accident 13 years ago. The next day, the team arrives at the Mak- Makuta district Makuta? Makuta? Uh, after being alerted to Avagas Megazord's transportation within 5 minutes and 30 seconds. While there, the GoBusters encounter the Metaroid Filmroid as it creates copies of the primary GoBusters. The GoBusters fight their copies until the Filmzord arrives and creates a barrier around its surroundings. After Filmroid teleports away once his copies are defeated, Masato and Jay arrive to reveal the barrier the films were created as a projection of subspace. He is called in by Kuroki to reveal the nature of subspace, and Masato offers their only chance is to modify Gobusuro to combine with his secondary mecha so that it can enter subspace and destroy the Megazord. Masato oversees the process while warning Hiromu that it might cause him physical harm as he's the main pilot of the Megazord. The next day, with Masato and the Buster Machine crew still continuing their work, Yoko confronts Hiromu about the risks he's taking. He assures her that it'll be okay and that they must save everyone. Alerted to Filmroid and Iwatani, the primary GoBusters arrive and defeat the Bugglers before Filmroid uses his projection ability to have them see their deepest desire in his new Sweet Dreams attack. Though Blue Buster and Yellow Buster manage to see through it because their visions are quite superficial, um... <laughs> Breadbuster cannot, as his deepest desire is to be reunited with his family. Which actually means something unlike the other two. Unlike Yellen's like, my deepest desire is to party with Usada. My deepest desire is to have my former boss say I'm the greatest and give me a massage. Uh, Losing against Filmroid, Bluebuster and Yellowbuster take a hit meant for Hiromu. But at the last second, despite Filmroid's gloating, Redbuster snaps out of the delusion in time... The delusion? In time to save his friends, he is forced to discard Filmroid's delusion to destroy the Metaroid with extreme prejudice. Apparently it's a keyboard ranger up in here. Once alerted that Jean has completed the modifications, the primary GoBusters arrive as they, Jean, and Jay witness the formation of Great GoBuster. Great GoBuster is then... Which, which is actually interesting to note for that scene. Uh, they're, actually not, they're actually not just doing a mid-scene transformation. They're building it in the actual uh, hangar. Yeah. 
Although then, from in the future, they will do a mid-scene transformation. But of course, this is the first time they got to make sure it works. Yeah, Great Gulbuster is then deployed into the subspace projection, and they fight the film Zord before destroying it. Upon seeing Messiah's apparent form as the subspace projection collapses and Enter falls back, Hiromu loses consciousness from the strain, but has a content look on his face. He just has a dumb smile on his face, is what it is, but content is what they say. So, Matthew, uh, what'd you think about episode 20? You wanted to see we're going to say something, but then you waited like you should, as opposed to what Colton did, which is not wait. I see. No. Uh, yes. And then I believe the, um, all my good thoughts about it uh, were removed from my mind. Um, no, uh, this Gosh, was dang. a really... I know what I was going to talk about now. Just speaking of character development, uh, which is something that I love, uh, I think it was great that um, Hiromu fell victim to um, Filmroid's uh, delusion, and the other two two didn't, or, yeah, their thoughts were superficial, and maybe that means that they're more carefree individuals, and while they're focused on their mission, they're not consumed by it, and this may be an insight into Hiromu, that he is consumed by this, and that's all he thinks about, and that's all he's been thinking about for years, and um, he turned into a little boy it, well, it, during his delusion, and, uh, you know, he saw his childhood self going and being with his family again, and, you know, that, that to me, says that obviously there's nothing more that he wants than that. And that's, you know, pretty much all he's thinking about right now. And, you know, it's interesting. You know, I don't really know how he came out of the, out of the delusion or if he just kind of indulged himself in it for a while. Um, which, you know, you can imagine if you had a loving mother and father and they were taken away from you, um, that you would want to dwell in a chance to uh, be with them again. And I believe maybe... that was an episode of the Kiba Ranger. <laughs> huh? I said, I believe that was actually an episode of Akiba Ranger with, with oh. Lydia's mother. Go well, ahead and listen I, to that episode. I will have to go ahead and watch that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Spoilers! <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, that, I don't know. I, I think that it, this strikes a really emotional core. And, you know, yeah, there's a, you know, lycra or, you know, fake leather and all that stuff. But, I mean, this really touches on something um, serious and deep within Hiromu. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's a really good character. He's a silent but strong type. And, uh, I, I hope we get to see more of his uh, psyche. And I, I, after I saw this scene, um, you know, him protect his friends and then shoot, uh, do the special buster on Filmroid, it made me think, I really hope this show turns a corner at some point and uh, becomes even more of an Evangelion uh, ripoff <laughs> and goes into that psychological stuff. And uh, I, I think this could go really uh, dark and interesting places. And not super dark, just, you know, dark enough. As long as we don't end up end on the last episode with congratulations, I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get the real take of an ending, uh, or, or choking a giant naked version of your friend. I thought th- I thought that was a, a really nice. I thought that was a really nice quick interaction between uh, between Hiromu and and Jin when they were go- when they were loading into the into the uh, Great Gobuster. Mm. Uh, when when uh, Hiro- uh, Jin said like, "I see you finally uh, found the strength." And Hiromu's like, eh, on the contrary, I actually found my weaknesses. And Jin's like, yeah, you, finding your weaknesses is what makes you strong. And I, it's I so like, Zen-like. yeah, I, cool. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that was it was a cool. It was a cool moment, and it was it was a nice little interaction. And um, I thought it, 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 it. I mean, I guess it it was the the focus of the episode. It sort of it sort of defined the episode in that in that one little that one little moment. And then uh, and then they went and fought bad guys. So. It, it was nice that they actually put the thought into the fact that uh, these robots weren't designed to go into hyperspace, so we're gonna have to uh, we have to modify them so they can not only properly sync with the other two, 
for the like the bus service combination, but uh, we also have to make sure that they can actually survive the trip, even if it's fake hyperspace. It's still close enough that it could damage their mechs. So, uh, so just three more years till Saban fucks this up. Um, Woo! <laughs> RPM two <laughs> episode. Uh, 20... Vinjix is coming back. Chris uh, Colton, do you want to say anything else before I went on? Anybody say anything else? Uh, no. Let me let me take you to. I, I was going to say some things, but then I got lost in my train of thought. So the answer is no. All right. Um, the, the next episode, speaking of filler and or maybe character development, uh, Farewell Blue Buster is the next episode. So, finding the Energy Management Center base's air conditioner on the fritz, Hiromu and Yoko find Ryuji overheating before he loses consciousness, which is great. He comes in like, I've been waiting for you guys. Like, oh no, he's overheating. <clears throat> After the others get him to the medical ward, having met Masato earlier, Gorosaki frets when told by the man that Ryuji's inclusive medical checkup says that he might die the next time he goes berserk. Hiromo and Yoko come up with a plan to save Ryuji before they're deployed to the Nakaya district, where they face off against Dumbbellroid before they find themselves exercising against their will, allowing the Metroid to escape. Which, by the way, Dumbbellroid, forcing you to exercise, that character would be a superhero in America? Maybe not a, a villain? <laughs> Soon after, after playing the age card, yeah. Hiromu convinces Kiro Kuroki to make Morishita the new Blue Buster, much to Ryuji's dismay. After the others train Morishita, telling him and Nakamura what they have learned, Hiromu and Yoko are alerted to the Rindo district, <coughs> where Dumbbellroid calls them out, as Beatbuster and Stagbuster join the fight. With Stagbuster forced into exercising... With stag, that is a line. That is, those are words I just said. With stagbusters forced into exercising, the others battle Dumbbellroid as Buddyroids enter the Buster machines to face the Vagras Megazord within ten minutes' time. Overhearing Nakamura telling Kuroki of his condition, a speechless Ryuji takes his Buster gear back to join the fight. Even after being told this might be his last fight and that he can choose how he goes, Ryuji becomes Blue Buster to battle Dumbbellroid with a feat of strength before destroying him. By that time, after Stagbuster frees the others, Beatbuster reveals that he was joking to Gorosaki earlier, as Redbuster and Yellowbuster relay this new bit of information to Ryuji. By then, the Dumbbell Zord arrives with Buster Hercules formed to back up the GT-02 Gorilla, as it sends the Vagras Megazord flying. With the enemy dealt with, Bluebuster uses the GT-02 Gorilla to attack Buster Hercules for the trouble Masato put him through. Later, as Ryuji gets Masato and Jay in a double headlock, Hiromu and Yoko are glad their friend is alright. Um, this episode, I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. The entire episode's plot could have been resolved if, uh, Kurosaki wasn't Marvin the Paranoid Android. <laughs> also, if Jay had talked to Gorosaki Banana instead of a bunch of bananas. Well, he said to talk to Banana, and he was talking to Banana. Uh, I, this episode, like... This, this, this is, this is, the, this is the exact same guy who apparently thinks it's appropriate to go around, uh, uh fighting, uh... Children's toys inside parks. This episode oh, was that like, was a was great like... moment, by the way. <laughs> yeah, in, in the background, BJ Stag is fighting this uh, grasshopper on top of this toy. The, those eyes are challenging me. Like this episode was like it was like it was like oh man, like he, you know Ryuji's super serious is kind of sad, but also I know he's not gonna die. Am I? Should I? Am I like I? I was laughing at points that I'm like oh man, this is this is super serious and and cool, but then I'm like but. It's not actually. It's all based on a lie. <laughs> what is even happening? Oh, old man, old man Ryuji, by the way, and dead Ryuji were awesome. Were <laughs> dead Ryuji was the best. <laughs> Who knows how long this will take? It's like, I'm not that much older than you. 
Uh, the the dramatic irony in this episode didn't really work for me that well. Um, you know, you know, I'm su- I'm surprised Ryuji didn't bring up the fact that uh, Jin Masada was like 41. So yeah, but he's an avatar. Uh, so yeah, yes, but eventually he, if the war went on too long, he would be too old to fight because his real body would be too old. No, it's cool though because the avatars. Well, I, we don't know how the avatars work. Maybe the avatars are just your mind. So his mind is not too old to fight. His well, if he if he dies from old age, that's something else. Well, sure, but then it would it would be. But that would counter their point because they were suggesting that he would die of old age. Well, yeah, but that was that was earlier, and he wouldn't necessarily die of old age. He would also there's also strain put on his body. I guess to strain put on massage. Anyways, it, it, it's just a funny episode because in the end when it's when it's revealed, he flips out, gets in his mech. Buster Hercules is having trouble taking this thing down. Gurosaki goes on his own and just in a rage, they destroy that mech. I, I enjoyed actually seeing the uh, the old man makeup on uh, Hiromu. Oh, not the old man. The, uh, the the slightly older makeup on Hiromu and Yoko uh, because uh, theoretically in twenty in like thirty episodes they're gonna have to do that to uh, to Jin to make him look forty one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, or, or maybe the actor just age roasted. We thought he's wearing makeup to look young. Except we saw him in Maji Ranger as well. I mean, since then. Since since then, instead of uh, instead of aging seven years, he aged twenty seven years. No, thirteen. Thirteen. Whatever. He, he, he's been well, drinking 20. quite heavily. Well, and twenty because he was he was twenty in Maji. He's been drinking, smoking, doing cocaine off of hookers. Winning. It's, it's seven plus thirteen, winning. <laughs> uh, so right. yeah, so apparently, apparently, Jin Masato is Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yes, that would, that would actually be great if old if old Jin is actually played by Charlie Sheen in we, old man makeup. We we can now confirm that in the in the Go Busters adaptation, Jin's uh, character will be portrayed by Charlie Sheen. Well, that's what Sheen's doing right now with that anger management show. He's trying to prepare for that. Old exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong character. I was thinking about Ryuji. <laughs> oh boy, bad joke. But yeah, that that will actually that would actually be a great cameo for Power Rangers. No, it really would not. It would wouldn't. That would be an awful it, cameo. It would, it would be hilarious. Colton, you're fired. Uh, Shut up. So, uh, was uh, what, anything else? Anything anybody wanted to say? I sort of talked. Uh, Matthew, anything you want to say about this episode? Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, this was kind of in the middle for me, and like I was trying to say earlier, like the dramatic irony totally, I don't know, was kind of lost on me. I didn't, I didn't really care. I, what impressed me was not how everybody else was sad that he was going to die potentially the next time he went, uh, went to Berserker or whatever, overheated, but, um, how serious he was and how hard he fought and uh, how he was willing to sacrifice himself and give his all and all that, you know, superhero stuff. So yeah, no, that, that, that's like, really that's, cool that's I, I agree with that. Like everything else is sort of like, oh, well, that's kind of funny because whatever. It's haha. They don't understand. Yeah, but then, but then, like he finds out that uh, uh, he quote unquote finds out that he might die, and so he goes. He's like, all right, I'm gonna go out with a bang. Let's, let's do this. Yeah, it was it was very impressive. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, it was it was very impressive. I I, I enjoyed uh, that development to his character. And, uh, yeah, like, oh, definitely. like if, if, yeah, like it's, it's like, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to die. I'm going to die fighting. Cause like, why would I, why would I just want to hang around like this? Whatever. I want to, I, I, I'm here to help. I have to help. I don't have much of a choice. It may be filler, but if nothing else, at least it's an insight into Ryuji's character. And, and it was also an insight into, uh, into Yoko and Hiromu's because, uh, like, like Kuroki said, you know, if Hiromu were to come up with such a stupid plan, obviously he must care about, about uh, 
about Ryuji enough to yeah, come up uh, with a plan that dumb. And and, and the nice touches in the episode preview, we get a new we get a new avatar, Escape. Oh yeah, that's I right. Watch the preview. Next, what happened? Describe it. Next ep- next next episode is 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 we're getting a new a new um an, a new intro like character except is this escape? female. I mean, I mean escape. is this a chick? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's escape. That's interesting. It is it is a female named Escape. You know, th- they're mil- really missing the important part. They need to get the trio of control out the lead. Yeah, that's what I want to see. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be that'd be kind of funny. It is, uh, and they combine is... their powers to kill the Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, or, I mean, they could control shift escape. Is also a thing. Um, they could. Uh, they, it could. It, they could. If they, I think uh, somebody mentioned online, this is uh, uh, not counting Malshina. This is the uh, the first uh, human female main. Uh, 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 like what's the word sub commander whatever since um general i think is the word they use since uh since Kegaratia in in uh, goanger and possibly the first non porn star actress since then and before that because, well, no. because both Malshina and Kegaratia were porn stars yeah so then before that would be cousin cousin uh Shizuka Serene Win Shizuka I'm as, pretty sure she was not a porn star because she's right. like, probably like 16 or 14 as or uh, as 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 uh well it, well it is japan so yeah, you, I don't know. Yeah, you gotta be but, careful for the Japan factor. Well, it, it depends. Was this before 1999? That makes a whole difference. <laughs> as as Anthony would be angry if I were to not not call her Serene Wind Shizuka and call her something else. Wouldn't she, wouldn't she be Shizuka of the Serene Wind? She, uh, yeah, but I think I think uh, Acer uh, translated as Serene Wind Shizuka as opposed to Shizuka of the Serene Wind because like it's not like he's Trunks of the future. He's future Trunks. Well, actually, example. he's just Trunks, but he's from the future. Right, but you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that was GoBusters. Uh, anything else you want to say about this stuff? Escape coming next episode? That's going to be pretty awesome. I just, we got some good stuff coming in GoBusters. Yeah, I just hope the show keeps improving, um, and like, I don't know if you guys, did you guys talk about the scans already for the, uh, new Which armor? scans? Like the Super Oh, no, no, we there? did not. I, I saw those. Oh, I, f- I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, uh. Do you have a picture? I completely forgot what they look like. Uh, I, have, I have no picture. <laughs> I I think I saw it on Tumblr. To Google Image Search. Uh, they, they I mean, they look they look kind of cool. I don't know. It's it's an it's an it's a super armor. It's gonna happen, I guess. That's the thing. Well, I, I just like the Google Image Search from the Buster Machines. I like like this show has been really consistent with the uh, sci-fi aspect of it, uh, explaining everything. So that's just I'm really happy about that. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like that that they explain everything. Like Great Go Buster was was a good example of that. Is that is that it's not just like oh, uh, by the way. Uh, Hiromu, you need the courage, and then you can combine. It's like, all right, I'm an engineer, so I'm going to tell you guys how to make this stuff work together. And then yeah. Hiromu, by the way, you, it's going to make a straight on you, just so you know. You, you know, looking at the looking at the armor, it kind of reminds me of a uh, of the Mega Mode from a samurai. I'm sure that's what Toei was inspired by. Actually, didn't well, didn't Bandai make know, the Mega Armor? Uh, Plex did the company that makes the actual suits. Okay. They actually also made the uh, Mario the movie suits. Well, no, no. I mean, I, I heard that Bandai, Bandai made the toy of the Mega Mode. Oh, oh, probably. The, the the, like, like for Bandai, they, they didn't know who the actors were going to be, so they made those little uh, mask things to hide their face, and so the show decided to add that in as part of the transformation, even though it doesn't matter at all. Right. And when you actually look in their helmets, they never show that. Right. Well, because you've seen past that too, of course. And if they do a helmetless fight, they'll have to have those on, then remove those too. Would, I mean, look so I don't. I don't think they will. They, they've done helmetless scenes, haven't they? I'd like it if they would. I, I like those helmetless scenes from Sentai. Just his dad. Awesome. You saw his dad helmetless. I thought, I thought we James. saw them helmetless at some point, but I guess. I guess maybe I'm just thinking of pictures. 
I'm also behind on Samurai. <laughs> I don't blame uh, you. I would you, be too if I weren't doing this stupid show. You know, you know, it's pretty easy for you to catch up. The show's on hiatus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's how we caught up. It. Right. Hiatus, ready, go. Uh. So yeah. So that that was that was GoBusters. Uh. I hope you guys enjoyed the show as much as we are enjoying the show, and uh, more stuff coming soon. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. How do I normally end these segments? Uh, let's talk about Akiva Ranger. All right. Now it's time to talk about Akiva Ranger. Uh, so obviously uh, Matthew has his mic muted and also his headphones off. Because he hasn't watched Akiba Ranger yet. And that's definitely what's happening. And not that he's not here at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyways. Uh, the, uh, yeah, so episode 13 of Akiba Ranger is called Evaluation Meeting. If you don't hurt, that's alright. And uh, basically it's a, it's a clip show type thing. So after the Akiba Rangers defeat Dr. Z, their powers are mysteriously taken away. Then one day, while living their ordinary lives, they receive a message from Saburo Hatte telling the Akiba Rangers to watch the enclosed DVD and reflect on what they did wrong during the past 12 episodes, if they want a second season. Akagi, Mitsuki, and Yumeria, and Hiroyo play the DVD at Kafa Himitsukuchi and make comments on the events shown on each episode. Akagi is surprised by the events recorded on the disc, while Mitsuki and Yumeria discover the real difference between the two Shibuya chief clerks they battled in the first two episodes. They're further startled by first episode 4, with where Akagi imagines them cosplaying, so they see all the stuff that was in Akagi's mind's eye and all that stuff. And their separate narrator does an unofficial arsenal file segments between the eye catch that explain the Akiba Ranger's arsenal and penultimate powers. By the end of the final segment, he asks Saburo Hate why Deca Blue and Black Condor are mentioned in, on his script. Halfway through the disc, the trio and Hiroyo begin to notice Saburo Hate's manipulation of the series, from Malshino's appearance in the real world to Akagi's departure from the team. Mitsuki and Yumeria then begin to argue that Akagi destroyed the series by realizing that reality was a TV show. Akagi then counters their argument by claiming that Saburo Hate selected him to be the main character in the first place, and only Saburo Hate is responsible for the events of the series. By the time they reach the 12th episode, Akagi realizes that they have been duped again by Saburo Hate, who is trying to fill the broadcast schedule as cheaply as possible by using a recap episode. He then stops the video and panics, not knowing how to fill the rest of the writing time, with fan service to appease the viewers. Yumeria has an idea and rushes her comrade into the cafe's closet while Hiroyo entertains the viewer by singing the GQ Aoi theme song, Heroic Lily. The trio return to the cafe in their Akiba Ranger outfits to perform a helmetless roll call. That's right, helmetless roll call. Then they wave to the viewers and thank them for supporting the show, urging them to send their feedback to Toei for a chance to have a second season. And then it explains all the awesome stuff they hear from the series that they continue on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And then, Six Rangers, battle modes! Come on! New giant mech combinations! Babbling about possible subplots for a season to begin. And then at that point, the giant, the end sign fills the screen. Uh, I guess, I mean, I could say tropes and references, but the, there's only really one, and that's the clip show. This episode is the clip show. That's pretty simple. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything else that they, that they mentioned, because I, was I wasn't looking at the... Um, the the right page, so uh, I'm actually trying to fill time while well oh apparently they're they're gonna do they're doing a stage they're actually they actually are doing a stage show, and it's gonna be quote unquote episode fourteen. Well, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, yes, it is. 
Uh, and uh, right now I'm currently scrolling down this page to see... Here we go, tropes and references. Uh, yeah, they do the... Hel- right, okay, so the Helmetless Roll Call, which has been a tradition since Decca Ranger. Of course. Decca Blue and Black Condor appear for some reason when the, uh, when the penultimate powers are mentioned. The end credits features behind-the-scenes photos. Uh, a graphic showing the Akiba Ranger A emblem appears in the, sem- in the similar way to the Go Busters logo f- form up, apparently. Uh, despite de- being destroyed in the previous episode, Machine and Tasha are still parked outside the Sentai Cafe. Destroyed mecha are often rebuilt in time for the versus movie team-ups. The segments on the Akiba Ranger weapons have not to Samurai Sentai Shinkenger's narration style, parodying lines from Shinkenger's combination sequence, the previews, and the end of the episode. The narration voiceover on these segments is Hironori Miyata, narrator on Shinkenger. Unfortunately, he's not the narrator from Decade, because that guy was awesome. <laughs> Decade, all right. Uh, the eye catches used on this episode are made in the style of the Showa era Sentai eye catches, and Wada Masato, Akiba Red's actor, is part of D Boys, the acting troupe mentioned by Yumeria. She's also poking fun at a recent trend on Sentai Productions and writers too of casting members from young male actors troops as the leads. I believe, uh, I believe uh, Hanto from from Goanger was also a member of D Boys. Well, I I don't care if they're douchebags or not, but you know, I think they should try you know actors. Well, I mean, pretty boys. They're idols. They're they're not actors. They're not not actors. Idols are actors as actors as well. First of all, I, I uh, want a I want an ugly bastard ranger. First of all, okay. Well, we, I want I want a muscly scarred man missing an eye, gray hair. We we've gotten ugly. thirty pounds of muscle. But um, but no, like we liked Hanto and we liked Akagi. So it's not like they're not hiring actors. They're just you you know what I mean. I'd like some diversity in the uh, the visual aspect. They're just uh, they're just attractive. That's it. Akagi Akagi Ugly wasn't all that attractive either. Well, he was supposed to be a nerd. That kind of fits. Right. So I don't know what you're complaining. About. <laughs> I made myself feel sad. I don't I don't know what you're complaining about. Well, you are ugly. So. Oh fuck you! <laughs> want to be Mati? Uh, just call me Mati. That's what you want to be, isn't it? Wait, what do you mean? Did you say that before that you wanted to be Mati in live action? You had to plan it. I don't think I might have made a joke referencing that because I'm brown skinned. Oh, I thought you were serious. Why, why would I want to be Mati? Anyways, so so you can punch Ted Turner in the balls. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> so so and this Colton. is the reference episode where we reference obscure things. So, Colton, uh, the end of Akiba Ranger. I guess we should probably talk about Akiba Ranger as a whole as well as this clip show, but I guess technically talking about this clip show would be talking about Akiba Ranger as a whole, so. Um, first, like, uh, uh, obviously, hey, if you maybe if you buy their merchandise, there's season two, so everybody buy Akiba Ranger toys. All four of them. All four of them. The, uh, what is it, the Akiba Red Fig Arts, uh, the, I guess... Uh, yeah, the Akiba Red figure arts and the Moemoji Kunes and what else? But probably DVDs. Probably DVDs. Yeah, so buy that stuff that is definitely ridiculously overpriced, but maybe you'll get Akiba Ranger Season 2 by buying it. So, yeah. Um, that, was, that was the plot of this episode, was buy their merchandise so that, so that they can continue the show. Uh, Colton, uh, what did you think of Akiba Ranger? Oh, I enjoyed it. This was just a wacky series. I mean, it was just crazy. But in a good way, I mean, 
they don't really do stuff like this too often with uh, Sentai, so it's a, it's a nice change of pace. I mean, they're basically making fun of themselves but having fun with it. You know, that, that that's a nice spirit to have on that. So so it's Car Ranger. Basically, but even more extreme. <laughs> even more extreme, yeah. Even even, even more extreme, than... more even more extreme racing. <laughs> well, because because Car Ranger wasn't official Sentai, so they had to they had to follow some of the tropes. Then they couldn't they couldn't go super ridiculous like. By the way, we know that we're fake. We know that we're fictional characters. You know, you know what that should come up with. It. That's that's what they should do for the stage show, aka episode fourteen. Be like, we've a- we've actually become so delusional. We're in the real, real world. Well, apparently, I mean, like they they did actually already do the stage show. So I guess I could, I don't know, if somebody wants to find somebody's recording of that on the internet and then sub it. And by if somebody wants to find it and sub it, I mean if somebody wants to find it and then we bug our friend to sub it. Ah. <laughs> we, we bug our, our subber friend to sub it. He'd do it, I'm sure. That'd be awesome. I, I'd love to see this uh, special whenever it comes out. Uh, I, I don't think it's I, I need more Keeper Ranger. It's a stage show, so I don't think enough is going to come out. But well, Someone's going to record it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure somebody will record it, and then we'll see. Um, yeah. So, I don't, I don't know, I, I mean, obviously we liked Keeper Ranger, it was really weird, uh, uh, my mind was, was blown last episode, when, when Colton said, what if there was a show about a Kiba Ranger turning into a real show, and I'm like, wait, that's this show? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so Akiba, it's, uh, Akiba Ranger's crazy. I, I, I want to see a sequel called Official Sentai Akiba Ranger. Uh, yeah. That ends with them becoming official. Apparently, uh, Akiba Ranger episode 14 is at, right at the end of the 12th episode. Saburo Hate took all the Moimoi Jikunes, and Haki's solution is to use the proto Moimoi Zikun, MMZ, which was used as, the, as a prototype Zikun Aoi figure by Bandai. With the help of their delusional audiences, the Akiba Rangers are able to transform. Kabukicho, Shibuyacho, and Moza Hakacho are the. Are, and the, the sacrificial drones were easily defeated. They were also able to summon y- uh, Yaiba of Darkness, Engine Gunford, and uh, Burstasaur Top Galler, Galler, which I assume is from Abba Ranger, because yeah. Burstasaur means is, is Bakuryu. The official Super Sentai Red Warriors also showed up to help them. Go on Red, Shinken Red, and Gosei Red. Grant them their, grant them their penultimate powers. Checker, fra- checker flag, a big pen, and a microphone. <laughs> The home video release will be on October twenty second, October twenty sixth. So we are going to get this in uh, October. It's going to come out, and over time, we'll probably sub it. I hope so, because I need more. More, damn so, you! So uh, keep bringing episode fourteen. Maybe, maybe we'll watch it soon. And by soon, I mean in October. Soon. And by October, I mean probably no- November. It's soon enough. Yeah. So. um... Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess there's not much to say about a keeper ranger. We're not that far removed from it yet. Uh, maybe, maybe when episode, episode 14 hits DVD, we'll, uh, we'll do a full look back on a keeper ranger. We should probably do a full look back on, on Gokaiger as well, actually, now that, now that I think about it. We, we sort of did, I guess, in the Gokai finale episode, but now that we're a little removed, now that we're, uh, six months removed from Gokaiger, maybe we should talk about that as well. Now that we can't remember it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... So that that's it, I guess, for a Kiba Ranger, completely. No more Kiba Ranger until 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 October when we get that stage show DVD, and then maybe maybe season two, maybe. Uh, huh? Huh? Kind of uh, sad. Maybe. 
maybe. Um, yeah, Akiba, it was it was pretty great. Uh, I am I'm excited to see more if it happens. So sad, man. Uh, Colton, on the other hand, uh, doesn't want to see more Akiba Ranger because he hates America. I love Akiba Ranger. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I want more. Uh, so I guess that's that's it for our Akiba Ranger segment. Uh, it was much shorter than I'd expected it to be. But uh, I guess I guess now let's uh, let's say hello again to our buddy Pez Matthew Munoz as we talk about Camarada Forze. And when I say we, I mean Colton and Matthew. That's right, guys. We had a Forze segment at one point in time in this show, and then we didn't. And now we do again, except this time it's spearheaded by people who actually watch Forze and not me. So, I'm just going to kick it straight to Matthew, who's going to give us a series recap of the series so far, so that next week we can actually talk about the show, maybe. Matthew? I hope so. <laughs> okay, so here it goes. So Forze starts off with a mystery from 17 years ago. Two men in spacesuits uh, fought on the lunar surface, the one with glowing red eyes murdering the other and taking a parcel of some sort. On his 16th birthday, Kengo Utohoshi receives a posthumous gift from his father, the ability to travel to a moon base via a magical corridor of light. There, he and his space enthusiast friend Yuki attempt to carry on his father's work of completing and activating the cosmic switches to use the Forze driver. Gintaro Kizaragi transfers to Amanagawa High School with the goal to befriend everyone in the school. It turns out that he and Yuki are childhood friends, and he soon gets ensnared in Kengo's mission, mostly due to Kengo being ill and unable to perform. Uh, and he uses the power of the Astro, Astro Switches to fight off the Zodiarts, students who turn into constellation monsters. Uh, like I said, Kengo is unable to become Forze because of his mysterious illness, and uh, however, he is able to help Gentaro in Power Geyser, this uh, mech that they have, as well as with strategy and informational support. Over the course of the first 12 episodes, Kentaro befriends people by saving them from Zodiarts. Then they join him, Yuki, and Kengo in the Kamen Rider Club, whose objective is to defend the student body from the Zodiart attacks. We don't learn of the Zodiarts' motives or hierarchy until around episode 15, where it is revealed that they want to use the students' strong emotions to fuel Zodiart switches so that they evolve into the 12 horoscopes of the Zodiac. Uh, the American or European Zodiac, that is. Um, not the Chinese. Anyway, uh, Zodiart uh, switches amplify negative emotions and drive the switcher, the person who uses the uh, Zodiart switch, crazy, causing them to reject their humanity and bloom into this higher being. At around this time, Kamen Rider Meteor comes along. He is working to save his friend from the power of the Ares horoscope. Tachibana, a mysterious metal-masked satellite-dwelling man, uh, gave Sakuto Ryusei the Meteor Galaxy and told him to destroy... Zodiarts until the Ares came about, and then he would be able to save his friend. He also tasks Ryusei, whose identity remains secret, to infiltrate the Kamen Rider Club to be closer to the action, and more quickly find Ares. Ryusei is serious, and not really interested in all of Gintaro's friendship nonsense. Uh, by the way, the whole Kamen Rider Club is a uh, silly lot, if you didn't know that by now. Uh, Ryusei is so desperate to save Jiro that he makes a deal with Ares to kill Forze in exchange for saving Jiro. He succeeds. Kengo Utahoshi, once reluctant acquaintance to Gintaro, now fights desperately to save his friend, which leads to the awakening of cosmic states, Forze's most powerful form to date. 
Since Forze's debut, he has been taking down horoscopes in rapid, in rapid succession as their vague plan becomes slightly less vague. And basically what the horoscopes want to do, they're led by the school's chairman who founded the school and created it because uh, it is the perfect atmosphere given the students' individuality and freedom and a bunch of other stuff I don't really get uh, <laughs> to foster the growth of people with a high potential to become zodiarts and zodiarts with high potential to become horoscopes. He has commanders who he sends out, um, most notably early in the series Scorpio and then lately Libra, who seek out uh, students by being faculty members. They're close to the students, can find students with that potential, give them switches, and uh, cause them to come to the dark side, blah, 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 etc. Um, and lately we've been learning uh, that the horoscope's plan is to collect... It looks like it's like their plan will be to collect the 12 horoscope switches, and Sagittarius, who is Gamo, the chief horoscope, will do something with them, and something will happen. Also, uh, the mysterious masked man uh, turns out to be or who's called Tajibana, turns out to also be the Virgo horoscope, who actually was the man with glowing red eyes who killed Kengo's father 17 years ago. Uh, and then recently he kind of redeemed himself a la Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi. Um, but that's it for now, pretty much. You know, I think also the reason that they chose the whole the whole school setting and everything for where they did is because it's directly under a hole where all the cosmic energy falls on the Earth. That's a good point. Although Gamu may have had it built there because of the hole. Most likely. And Kyoto's kind of occupied, right? Oh, they destroyed the one in Kyoto so they could have more power for theirs. Right, but he couldn't exactly put a school there. In the middle of Kyoto, just, I'm building a school right in the middle of your sacred, your ancient city. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? I have glowing red eyes. <laughs> uh, alright, well, I guess that, uh, that's, that's Forze so far. Uh, if, if you guys haven't caught up yet, then, uh, I don't know if that was an adequate catcher upper, but uh, I don't know. Maybe if you wanna, if you wanna just jump into episode forty six, or is that the next one? I think <laughs> it, it, he, he gave the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, that's or, more or less. I, I left out some of the finer nuance, but right, right. No, I I, I watched one episode with cancer. I think. Um, so yeah, so uh, so for that's Forze. Uh, if you guys are watching Forze, we're gonna talk about Forze every week. I'm mean, gonna say when I say we, I mean they, and when I say and they. When you, when you, I mean, at least Matthew. Right. And when and you say at least a week, every week, you mean at least for the next five or so weeks until the show ends. Well, right. right, but then and then it'll probably move on to Wizard, and then I'll probably watch Wizard. So that'll, and then and then accidentally drop off like I did with Forze. Uh, so yeah, that's that was Forze. Uh, I hope you guys are excited to hear more Common Rider in this show in the near future. Sorry, there's no discussion, but that's a lot of episodes to cover, so we'll just start next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's the best. It's 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 a it's a it's a nice primer for the for the four day segment. Um, so, I, oh, sorry, what was it? I was gonna say I did um early in my uh, old episodes, I did a lot of recap, like kind of like Kuhan does for uh the Sentai episodes. Uh, recently, I've stopped doing that and just I've been going for a raw reaction. But if you really wanted to, you could listen to those and you get a synopsis in some of those as well. Yeah, or you could so. go to Wikipedia and read them. I guess. <laughs> um, or you could watch that's the episodes. Fine. That's also that's also a thing. There's episodes on they're on the internet over time. Um or Acer if that's your bag. Uh so uh so yeah, that's uh that was the Forza segment. So I guess let's now move on into the feedback.
right, it's time for the feedback. And our first piece of feedback is an email. That's right, we have emails now still. Unlike, unlike sometimes when we don't. Whatever. Uh, and it comes from Tyrone Wells. And he says, Would you guys be willing to watch another season of Power Rangers Time Force slash Time Ranger if it took place as a later year anniversary for Sentai, like 49, 50th, and dealt with a new Time Force team piecing together their future due to ramifications that happened in the previous season? So I guess, I guess the idea is like, is like uh, I, th- I think when, by previous season he means Time Force, Time Ranger. So like, in Power Rangers Time Force, they did all this stuff to the past, or in Time Rangers, they did all this stuff to the past, and now this team in this season has to deal with the ramifications of the stuff that happened in that, that Time Force. So time it's, like, it's like the next team in the future, but because of all the stuff the past team did in the past, something's got screwed up. Right, so it's still set in the year 3000. So instead of being set in the year 2000 with people from the year 3000, it's set in the year 3000 whatever. I mean, that kind of does sound interesting, but then the complication becomes uh, how different uh, Time Force and Time Ranger are. I mean, because in Time Fo- Time Ranger, in the end, yeah, it's everything that's supposed to happen, happened. Okay. It was Time Time Force that changed things. So, I don't know, maybe... In, in Time Ranger, it was like, you can't change your fate. If you're meant to die, you die. It doesn't matter. But if you could change your fate, would you? Um, yeah. Six, six, six Ranger died because it was his fate to die, versus in uh, Time Force... Six Ranger got to live. So I, I, I mean, I think that's that. I think that's what he meant was that. But I don't, I don't. Maybe, maybe he meant something else. But yeah. I mean, I mean, they could always just, you know, either re-get the suits or get Plex to get the suits, and then have the Japanese team like film some uh, stock footage for them and make an entire new season. <laughs> I'd be more cool. okay. I'd be more okay with the uh, Japanese making a season like that than the Americans because I'm not sure about the writing nowadays we'll have to see a couple more seasons if the writing is good enough to do something like that i just I, I well to be to be to be honest now. to be honest samurai wasn't writing it was well, very yeah, bad sa- sa- yeah samurai samurai right. was was zacker and bad translation so we don't at, know. at this point the issue i believe was they they were spending the last year or two trying to get trying to get the contracts all settled so when they finally get everything settled they had like oh crap we got like four or five months to get an entire show ready so they just probably just rushed it out as fast as possible just to get something in the market to get the name out. They're like, so oh, they like, oh, we need a Blue Ranger. Uh, you. How about you, bus boy? And that's how Najee Detier got an acting career. Um, <laughs> he was the bus boy. <laughs> so yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested in seeing like a, like a future Time Force season. I didn't, well, I didn't watch all of Time Ranger. I haven't watched all of Time Ranger yet because it's not all completely subbed properly yet. So um, I don't know. I'd, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd like to see... A, a time a time season set in the future possibly maybe they have to go back to the past and, and I, I guess now i'm just describing the booster gold comic book but they have to go back in the past and fix stop stop the people but like they're still traveling through time every time all the time that'd be cool or how about they have to go a thousand years into the future yeah something like that that's, a, that's <laughs> into the year four thousand Right, that 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 kind of stuff. They have, to, well, they, they have to constantly travel through time to stop bad guys, and then there's like this one bad guy villain group that's that's traveling through time, and and then it turns out it's run by one of the uh, one of the former Time Rangers. That'll be interesting. And, and then in the middle of one of their trips, they crash into the Din liner, and then it's a crossover with Kamen Rider Dino. Uh, so now that Colton Power Rider Dino, yeah. <laughs> so now, so now that Colton's being ridiculous as usual, let's move on into our next email. Comes from Matthew. Uh, comes from Matthew, uh, not this Matthew. Another Matthew. Oh. <laughs> and he says, "How come you don't fact check your info before you record your podcasts?" I finished episode five. Five, by the way, a long time ago. And you called. Uh. 
and you called Kaoru Shiba Takaru's sister. Uh, sorry, and you called Kaoru Shiba Takaru's sister. Takaru is her kagamusha, not her sister. In the end of the series, Kaoru ended up being Takaru's adopted mother. I don't expect you to know everything about all series, but you should double check your facts, Matthew. Uh, Matthew. We, uh, fan corrections time. Yeah, we don't actually. Uh, it's, it's not like we we go through and heavily research everything before doing the podcast. We talk and then we just sort of say words that we think might be true. You think we think ahead? Yeah. Who do you think we are? It's, it's, I, we, We're not the goddamn Batman. I mean, like we learned later that about about Kaoru, but like obviously, and that was a, that was a time that we didn't know. A, a damn thing about Sentai. That was like one of we our. We just started watching Sentai. Yeah, that was, at the time. We just started watching Gokaiger, and there was a lot of referential stuff in Gokaiger. So, uh, so uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, she's like seventeen. What were we supposed to think at first visuals? And that was during Gokaiger, not mentioned three years before when she was like fourteen. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't help the fact that uh, Saban had decided to make the uh, Red Ranger, female Red Ranger, his sister in the adaptation as well. well. I don't, I'm not sure if that was ever confirmed, but like I think people were saying Jaden's sister. I think I think I heard it, it is confirmed. Okay, I think I think I heard sister a lot of first. Of this was this was also a long time ago, so they hadn't confirmed that yet. Um, but like we we saw into the future and we brought you future news. Why don't you appreciate that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on, Matthew. No, uh, a- aka sorry. we made, we made a mistake. And, <laughs> this you know, is it happens. It's entertainment, bro. Uh, yeah, we so, we got better since then. I think. Yeah, we we we. I mean. Uh, it's not like we have a team of fact checkers behind us. Like, uh, yeah, Kaoru's sister. Oh, nope. Uh, Aaron is telling me right now that uh, Kaoru is actually his Kagamusha. So just so you know, Kagamusha. We just learn things as we go on. Go on. Yeah, I was I was thinking about making that joke, and I decided not to. Um, I decided to make it for you. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, we have uh, a few. Uh, tweets as well. Uh, one is from Uchi. He says, do you guys know how to send positive feedback to Toei for Akiba Ranger? I want season two. Loved it. Buy their products? That might work. <laughs> I, I don't know, but but I bet you'd catch their eye if you sent positive uh, positive uh, messages carved into your arm in kanji, chopped off and sent to them. I think they would notice that. Here's what you do. You, you dye your hair orange, right? And then you spike up just the front. You put on a white t-shirt, blue jeans, red jacket, go to Japan... And take a wad of cash and then say, shut up and take my money. That's another way. Less dismembering, too. Yeah, yeah. Much, much less dismembering. Um, so the challenge to find the right amount of dismembering. Not too much, but not too little. Matthew, this Matthew was excited that uh, he didn't have to watch Super Samurai because we talked about it on the show. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, uh, I, I could do the work to find it, but it's just too much. And it's, I, it's not enough payoff for the amount of work i have to do <laughs> no it really it really is not um uh let's see uh professor Ware jose cuevas uh after after i announced that matthew's gonna be on the show said does this mean this episode is a superhero tyson tribute i guess we didn't fight enough for it to be a superhero tyson tribute oh yeah sorry about that <laughs> i meant to be more of a jerk but you know grrr and uh and then and then he said have you ever noticed that tyson is sentai backwards but uh actually it's it's really it's really not it's just Sort of an anagram, and uh, you know, and then syllabically backwards. It's yes, syllabically. But and then uh, our our buddy uh, our buddy Anthony Gecky Knight decided to uh, to let uh, Professor Ware know that the sen in both means battle, but the tai uh, in the tai in sentai is team, whereas in tai sen it's it's great. So uh, apparently oh. it's 
I'll call it the great team battle. They're different words. Well, no, it's, it's so so. Tai Sen is great battle, and Sentai is battle team. So that's why Sentai is translated as as squadron or possibly force, and uh, Tai Sen is translated as war. Or or in one geki translation, translated as fighters because they're martial artists, not really a squadron. Right, or or spec ops cell. It's appropriate for that series. For as just an example, but yes. So so it can be translated multiple ways, which which is why a lot of times people just leave it as Sentai. Uh, even, even for example, Overtime left uh, Pirates Anti Gokaiter as, as Sentai, but um, but yeah, so there you go. That's 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 Tyson versus Sentai, uh, and the, the ultimate movie. Yeah, what War versus Sentai? <laughs> Great battles versus squadrons. <laughs> I don't. Okay, that's. I guess so. Um, Giant VHS tapes of World War Two will fly at soldiers and kill them. So, uh, so I guess with all that, with the feedback done, uh, that's it for the show. Uh, Colton, if people want to get their emails on the show, where do they send those? Uh, they would send that to podcastsentai@gmail.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S-E-N-T-A at gmail.com. That's right. And if they want to send us those tweets, where do those go? At Sentai Ranger. That's right. At Sentai Rangers. There's an S at the end. Be, be 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 wary of that. Don't don't just type at Sentai Ranger. And uh, Col- I, I would assume they would remember that there's usually more than one Ranger. Right, but I mean Sentai Ranger sounds like it's a it's a thing that could exist. Uh, and uh, and Colton, if people want to hassle you about joining Twitter, where do they do that? Uh, wherever they feel like. Uh, at the store in your room. Yeah, just 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 find Colton and uh, just just find me somewhere in the United States. Just find him and threaten him. He lives in Oklahoma. It's a, it's a pretty small place. Oh, it's it's just a decently large landmass of five million people. You know, <laughs> five million people. It's a pretty small place. Um, and uh, continent uh, state size is actually decently sized, like twenty largest or something like that. And uh, and and you can also find our threads on the internet's places: uh, thegreenlanterncore.com, Rangerboard. You can find our website, podcast.wordpress.com. Matthew, people want to find you on here, these interwebs, these here interwebs, as opposed to here, these interwebs. Where where would they go? Well, they can direct emails to commonwriterpez at gmail.com, and I am at commonwriterpez on Twitter. And uh, you did, a, you did a, a crossover recently, another crossover besides this one, uh, where you guys talked about uh, Movie War Megamax, I think, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm just a... Um... A passing through podcaster, don't forget that. And I was on uh, with uh, Toku Strike, um, which is an up and coming little uh, podcast talking about Tokusatsu in general, ge- general geekery. And you can find that on my site, uncommonwriter.net. Um, should be one of the first few posts there. Uh, and uh, it was a pretty cool, pretty cool uh, show and experience. It was my first um, commentary with uh, somebody else. It was it was pretty exciting. So, so what you're saying is what you're saying is next week you're going to be on Dan's Toku rants, and then after that, no pink spandex, and then <laughs> yeah, why not? And then HGU. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I'll nudge Keith out of the way so I can so that I can announce the immortal Ego Devil. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, follow follow me at Kuhan. That's uh, I guess that's it. Am I? Oh. Facebook? Voicemails. Oh, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook.com slash Sentai Rangers. You can send voicemails to 662-Sentai-0 at 662-736-6240. No. That's wrong. It's uh, 736-8240. 
Yes, that's the advantage of being able to look at a phone. Uh, well, because because yeah, no, it makes more sense. Seven two six eight two four zero. Seven three six rather. Seven three six eight two four zero. I remember it. I... it. It's one of those numbers. Call all of them and find out who cocks. It is. It is seven three six eight two four zero. We don't. We haven't gotten any. It's eight six seven five three zero nine. Now you're just confusing people. Maybe. Um, if I knew the next lyric to the song, I would have said it. But anyways, so, uh, so yes, that is, that is it for this episode. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something. Uh, you can still donate money. Oh, yeah, we don't have any sponsors this episode because I announced the sponsors on the last episode or the episode before that, and it hadn't been released as of the recording of this episode. So I don't know. Maybe if we have sponsors by the time this episode is, is uh, due to release, I might go back and do those. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Until next time. May the power protect you. And rock on. Pez out. And then and then you and then you drop the mic. Just I do a lot of recording in my truck. <laughs> Always good. It's quiet. Uh, yeah, I guess. As long as, since you're just talking to yourself, you don't need Skype. As long as you don't, whatever. Yeah. Uh, how far behind a good Bilbo's <laughs> Do you do it while driving? Like, no, well, uh, so, so, uh, so I thought that was a but Oh, come on, come on. No. Hey, get off the road, you fucker. So. I did, um, I did a, um, not Agito, um. I did a, a little podcast on Kuga early on when it was still on Common Cast, and I did part of that. Like, I don't know if it was a whole episode or if it was over two episodes. Sections of them were done in the car while I was driving, so that was kind of fun. <laughs>